This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Pride of West London mini-pod, and we've done a mini-podcast this week because we are playing Middlesbrough on Saturday. Big game for Brentford, first away game of the season. Also, it's going to be a very interesting game because it's the first game that we are playing after Brentford. Have a closed transfer window. It's closed, and we've brought in about 3,745 players in this window, and we've had about five people leave. So this is going to be interesting because we've got no idea who's going to be playing on Saturday against Middlesbrough it's always been a tough game up at Borough and uh, it's, been, well, it's been really really tough game at Borough because we've never won there except for last season where we won our first game and that was very very gratifying when we beat them for the first time since 1964 I think it was so uh, Saturday Brentford are going up to Borough with a completely new side so for us we're thinking this is quite interesting for us but what we're going to do Borough New, new season for them last season they were close to the playoffs but didn't quite make it they played the first game of the season they played Luton and they drew it was 2-all really exciting game it was 3-all actually wasn't it it was all over the place 3-all it was a really exciting game all over the place goals you know goalkeeper errors penalties all sorts of stuff that was going on so um, that was a very exciting game we saw that but you know what we noticed about that that Borough weren't as tight defensively as they were before, but also attacking-wise, they've been going for it. So, to me, I'm thinking, we're playing Borough this week. We had a, not a great week last week when we played Birmingham City. We lost against them, even though we had very good chances, hit the post three times. You know, goalkeeper saved a couple of times, but we did not score the goal we needed to. So, our result didn't go our way. Borough's result went all right. We thought, how are we going to match up against Borough? I've got no idea how that's going to happen, but however... We're going up north. We're going to the Red Army TV posse because they're going to give us a little lowdown on how Borough are shaping up for their new season. So let's kick this off with a typical Teesside welcome. Now then, mate. Dave and Matty from Red Army. How are you doing, pal? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, uh, it's a bit unusual, isn't it? I'm good, but doing stuff for Brentford fans. 
it's good. It's what we want to do with it. We'll get involved. Probably get us involved. Let's do it. Yeah. Red, Red Army's all about. Terrific. Uh, Red Army, what is it? It's uh, it's a bunch of Borough fans who get together, make their own TV TV programmes, radio programmes, things like this. By Borough fans, for Borough fans. Red Army Radio. We've just recently launched a 24-7 uh, internet-based Borough Fans radio station. That's Red Army Radio. That's where we're talking to you from now. We're in the studios of Red Army Radio. Matty, list a lo- long list of questions from Billy the Bee saying, come on, for our podcast, get chewing in uh, Borough against Brentford. First and foremost, how excited are we about the season? Very, surprisingly, very excited. I'd, you know, we didn't think we would be. Uh, we were just we were chatting off air, you know, about the 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 dire dross. We've dross is probably not a, a fair word, but you know, the excitement of football that we've watched over the last four or five seasons. There hasn't really been much. We've put up with the the soak up pressure attitude. The you know the chance of maybe nicking one on the break. Um, but the first sign of Woodgate now shows that ain't going to be the case at all. We're going to come for the juggler. And it, it's a, it's bizarre, isn't it? Because we had Karanka dross. I mean, he got us in the Premier League, yes, but the football, it was it was better watching paint dry mm. in the transporter bridges, to be honest. Then we, we came through the Monk era, who didn't change an awful lot, purely strangled the life out of football yeah. at the Riverside. God bless him, I know he's an honest lad, yeah, yeah. And, and I've got every respect for the time Absolutely. he spent in the game and the experience he's got. But that Luton game, suddenly you see Jonathan Woodgate coming, everybody's got not Woody, yeah. cheap option, we're going to do nothing but finish mid-table if we're lucky. And suddenly we're attacking, and we're the third highest scorer on on match day one. Not, uh, sorry, highest number of go- uh, shots at goal, goal yeah. on match day one. Seventeen attempts for an away team at the Kenning as well, where they've not been beaten in twenty five, twenty six games. Um, you know, it was it was refreshing. I mean, that was the good word to say. I just when I'm watching it, I'm like, I can't believe this is actually us. This is what we're doing. Do you know, everyone, all the comments on social media, we're just used to being slated. Do you know, yeah. for the way we play football. Most comments on social media, any platform, was, wow, that was a game. What mm. a game. What a spectacle for, for the championship. That would never have been said under Pulis. It would have been absolute boring. You know, it would have just been watching Luton play football and maybe he would have had one shot on goal. But there was a there's absolute total flipping philosophy from Woodgate and Pulis and he's delivered it. That was the point we were all thinking, can he deliver it yeah. with the players we've got, but he's delivered it. Only Swansea and Leeds had more attempts on goal in the Borough, and as you say, we were away at, at Kenilworth Road. Mm-hmm. Um, mid-table is what we were thinking. Has it already given you, just one game, I know, but has it already given you hopes for a, maybe a higher finish? Playoffs? Yeah, yeah playoffs. But playoffs has got to be the aim. Like we say, we are Middlesbrough Football Club, we're a big team in this championship, and we, uh, us as fans would expect a playoff push. Um could we have done it? I'd, I was awful. My heart was probably saying yes, but my head's probably saying, you know, we mm. finished 10 for 12. It, we, you know, we'll get probably accept that. Me being, you know, that type of fan, I wouldn't have accepted it, but I probably thought we couldn't have done it. But I know it's only one game, but it's hard to try and get it across, especially on the radio, <laughs> how how much of a difference that one game made to other fans. It's, it's really changed our perception. Huge positives. Obviously, the attacking style, the number of attempts on goal. Mm. Yeah, we should have, I think we should have taken all three points, yeah, one four two. 2 yeah. put that penalty away. It would have been game, set mm. and match. Ayala's header as well yeah. could have made it 4-2. Uh, I suppose the negatives now, we conceded three. Yeah, we conceded three. We... You know, we've we've talked. It's a bit like Keegan esque with Newcastle, isn't yeah. it? It's it's the entertainers. They'll go and score four, but they'll they'll leak in two or three every yeah. game. But I'll take that. Do you know what I mean? I'll take it. I don't care. We're conceding goals. I don't think Pulis 
whole perception was we won't concede. Woodgate's perception is we'll go and score goals. If we have to concede two, but we score four or five, so be it. Mm. Um, I don't expect us to keep many clean sheets this season, but surprisingly, I can't believe I'm going to say this, I expect us to score a lot of goals. Um, <laughs> it, it, that's what it looks like. I need oxygen. I, know, I, I need I, a bed to go and have I a lie down in the dark. Yeah, I know, good man. Uh, transfer window's not been too bad. There's a, there's a shift now, isn't there, from yeah. the expensive, experienced players mm-hmm. to the youngsters. So we're looking at the likes and, and a lot of London connections there. Uh, Mark Baller, uh, Blackpool lad, came from the Arsenal Academy. He's only 21 years of age, but he's already got 70 games under his belt. Yeah, and it, it was... He's sought after. He, yeah. You know, there was a lot of clubs after him. Um, you can't knock that. Max Brown, are you going to say, you know, another look? No, he, he looked tasty against the Eddie End last game, he's last got a trick. pre-season uh, mm. friendly. He's got a trick on him. He's direct, just wants to get our players. Uh, it's what we need. You know, it's you've got likes of British Sambalonger in there, who without doubt is one of the best finishers in the championship. On his day, he can finish anyone. Um, and you need, he needs support. He can't, he can't go past players... You know, 25, 30 yards out from goal. It's not his style. But if you give him the service, you give him the delivery, he will score goals. And Marcus Brown, um, he, he looks like he'll get past his man and he'll uh, he'll beat him. Daft as it sounds, you know, I can see a bit of Stuart Downing in him, a young yeah. a young Stuart Downing when we used to have him, you know, when he just used to drop his shoulder, beat a man and deliver a ball. Uh, but he looks like he's got a trick in his locker. Not afraid well. to have a go. And yeah. then, obviously, yesterday the news was uh, Anthony Dykesteel, uh, former Charlton right-back, mm-hmm. 22-year-old, again a youngster, yeah. coming in, signed for the Borough. We're told there's more to come today. Yeah, more to come. What's your thoughts going into the season? Now we're looking at young, exciting players. I don't mind it. Um, I say Woodgate's give the... the, the the, the style that he wants players who actually want to come to Middlesbrough Football Club we heard it under Pulis that we were having to offer 10 grand a week 15 grand a week more to say look come and play for Middlesbrough we shouldn't be doing that mm. do you know, come and have a look around do you know what every time someone comes these young lads they're all in awe of what's actually happening down here do you know wow what a training ground look at the fans look at the fan base look at the stadium they're actually they they look like they're actually privileged to be here. And Woodgate has said we can't sign these players who just want to come for a bit of money, uh, but they don't really want to be there. Uh, we can't put up with it no more. And we've seen it. We've had it. We've had it time and time again. You, know, you look at the Braveways, mm. the Gaston Ramirez. You know, there's probably a few others where players don't want to be here, but they're getting paid well, so they come. Started with the likes finished. of Boxich, didn't yeah, it? And they exactly. came for the money. That's it's, all. But the, it's got to stop at a point. Well, those days are long gone. We don't mm. have the money. We don't no. have the deep pockets anymore. Uh, let's focus on the game. We've only lost one against. Uh, uh, Brentford in the last 13 that mm-hmm. was the last game actually they did us their second away win of the season well, the turned stroke. us over 2-1 that masterstroke sub from Pulis that was, it. That was well that was the final nail in his coffin yeah, wasn't it that was taking stupid. a somber longer off and putting George Friend, Friend on, on defender at 1-0 up it was mm-hmm. a suicide well it you know, it, 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 we we got what we deserved by making that type of substitution. But that won't happen under Woodgate. There's no chance. Um, Brentford are a good side. You know, I've always enjoyed watching them play good football, nice quick football. But I've got to say, I know they probably won't be happy, but I'm glad they've sold Mupai. Oh, magnificent move for us. Yeah, I know. I Des- desperately playing. disappointing for Brentford fans, but oh, I'm yeah. so I pleased mean, he's not going to be on that pitch at the weekend. I'd be devastated losing a, uh, a champ. He's a, he is a he's a proven championship striker. He's a twenty goal a man, and you've lost him. Um, you know, there's we ain't we ain't going to be too bothered about that this end because he he, he would he could hurt you. Yeah. Um, so that's a big loss for them, but a big plus for us. They're obviously going to bring someone in possibly in the transfer window. But I don't think you can replace some, someone in two days of that quality. So well, we should. Be a good game, though. 
When, when you think of Brentford, the first thing that comes to mind is they have a go. Yeah, now, we've seen goal. with the Borough in pre-season, particularly St Etienne and, and the game at Luton, we're going to have a go. Mm. And there's always a history of a lot of goals. There's sixes and fives yeah. and fours and threes at least being scored. Uh, are you expecting the same? Are you ex- expecting bags of goals? As long as it's from the Borough, I'll expect it. Really? But I, I can't say it's keeping a clean sheet. But again, we were talking about, I don't, I don't expect to keep clean sheets this season. Um, the way Woodgate's going to set out um, would a bit ropey at the back you know the centre halves you know there's Ryan Schott in there playing centre half he's, I don't think he can play there um, so th- why he's playing centre half I think we will concede goals Ryan Rickster Ryan Rickster always yeah. ready for a Rick um, but you know if we can replace if we get the centre half balance in um, we'll do alright at the back again they're going to have to be they're going to have to be alert because we will open up and you know there's times where they're going to have to hold up these attackers because we We've pressed. We've been. It's not going to come off all the time, um, but Brentford can hurt you. So we have to be careful. But it is going to be a good game. It'll be a good, good test for us on Saturday. This is it? one that should be on telly, shouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, that should be. Yeah, it should be on telly. Brentford. I think if you look at the way we're playing now, I think it's more like what Brentford play like. Really, they, you know, they they don't sit back and and say we'll just see what happens. They'll come to Riverside and they will have a go. And it pleases us. That's what we want. Final couple of words. Brentford fans who are coming up to the Riverside. Um, by the way, there is a a, a, a bit of a, uh, what's it called? Fan zone. Fan zone. Uh, you might hear about it. Um, I don't think it's open for Brentford fans. The police are trying to keep fans apart. Not there's ever any trouble between our two sets of fans. But if they're going into town, where should they head for? Uh, Baker Street's always a good one. You, you get butter fans there, but they're always integrated with the away fans. And it's yeah. a good atmosphere. They've got the Sherlock's there. Twisted, twisted lips, twisted there. lips, another one. There's a few. There's like the micro chairman. bars. Yeah. Chairman, yeah, they're all micro bars. Sherlock's like a. It's a bigger bar. It's like a. It's it's quite open, quite big. But the Sherlock's and the Twisted Lip are just little micro pubs. They're on a street. They have music, uh, and there's always home fans there. But it's always always a good atmosphere. Yeah. Away fans. So if you're coming up in your car, you're on the train, whatever, just head for the town centre and just say to somebody, "Ouch, or can you point me in the direction of Baker, Baker Street? Street London's got one. You there. can't forget you're it. Baker about Street. Three quid in a taxi. Three yeah. four quid from the train." station to Baker Street um, it's a bit about, probably about 10-15 minute walk but if you don't know where you're going it'll probably take longer so taxis are always there at the train station get yourself to Baker Street they'll have a good time for the game Wonderful thanks for your time Matty no, and uh, I suppose we better finish off in true Borough fan style which is up the Borough up the Borough Interesting views from the Red Army posse there Dave good good guy Dave I talked to him quite a lot and like I said to you Borough one of our favourite away days really good really good set of people really enjoy going up there really enjoy when they come down and like I said they've been talking about being very excited about coming down to the last season of Griffin Park as most people have been doing as well so if you check out there's quite a few bit pieces out there FM TTM Fly Me to the Moon as well got a little Brentford piece out there one borough as well written a piece for Besotted which you'll see on besotted.com as well and also 12th Man has put a piece out there for this game so there's a lot of content flying around Brentford content so go and check it out but this game is a big question mark for us bees because we've got no idea we've been sitting there we've been scratching our heads thinking tell you something we haven't got any idea what team we're going to play who's going to be going out there there's some really exciting players but we can't play them all and also the other thing is a lot of them have not played championship football. A lot of them probably don't even know the names of their teammates. So we've got a bit of a predicament on Saturday. And, you know, the one player who we're very excited about who's re-signed his contract, Saeed Benrahma, he ain't going to be injured because he hasn't played for uh, for well, for the whole pre-season. So uh, we've got a bit of a predicament going out there. But listen, it's a long, long season. It's a 46-game season, as we'd always say. It's a nine-month season. So... What are you saying, Dave? Borough, what's going down? Fulham, going down. Um, the 
it, it is a difficult it's a difficult one Saturday you know, if I'm honest with you and uh, I think but the biggest the biggest question the biggest question mark is who plays number nine that's, that's the only question really I think uh, Thomas Frank and the DOFs and the, that the rest of the team I'm not saying it picks itself there's still big decisions to be made but they're not they're not as critical I, th- I think you know the defense is probably going to pick itself. Um, I, th- I think the midfield there is there's a couple of you know question marks whether Camo's going to come in whether he's fit um, ha- does he want to make any changes is it you know Norsgaard um, and, and and Jensen you know there, there there are there are some considerations there but it's, for me it's just who plays the number nine who plays the cent- centre forward role. You know the wide men. We, we've got a lot of attacking options going up to Borough. We, it's the first time in our lifetime we won there last last summer. Sorry, last spring, and we we you know we we won't we went close to the, the previous visit as well when we got a draw. So you know it, it, it we don't need to be that fearful of going there. But I, I just think there's there's just way too much churn going on at the club at the moment for us to be confident of picking you know a steady team Middlesbrough have had less of that turnover they're probably more aware and a bit more confident about their starting 11 I think we're still learning about our team and we're going to have to sort of eke our way into this new season so yeah I don't think we go up there and be we're not going to be turned over but to, to go up there thinking we're going to win I think it's a bit of a bit of a big shout I mean, for me as well, obviously, you know, I think the most thing, we've come out grateful out of this window that we've we've done, I think we've done brilliantly out of this window. No, okay, we haven't got a, a new Malpay. And uh, it wasn't without trying. There was a bit of gangster activity going on from what I can gather. There was... Uh, let, let, let's just say that the, uh, the, the, the oh, I don't know if we can say that you know let's let's just say it wasn't it was a tricky situation which uh, which wasn't easy which wasn't easy for the bees we tried as hard as we could do but sometimes you get involved in situations where um, the opposing party makes it difficult for you and obviously we had the situation where the player has registered previously to a previous club and there's all sorts of clubs come in and FIFA are meant to be investigating that but I think that might have been sorted out but then there's other scenarios which didn't make it happen and I think there was demands that were made and eventually Brentford just thought tell you something you know one demand two demand three demand four demands okay that's fine you keep moving the goalposts but after the goalpost gets moved 74 times you know you have to just say listen at the end of the day this isn't happening so we're unfortunately you know we tried our best we tried to get Kyle uh, Lyle Taylor as well in from Charlton and uh, that happened at last minute as well uh, we got rejected from that and there was a few others as well but it didn't really happen however we still have quality within our side and you cannot deny the fact that the players that have come in the players like Brian from Twy Brian Mbuemo and, and Valencia you know you've got Ben Rama still in the side you know we've got some real quality in that side so we have to remember that we need to we were going for the absolute A plus and maybe we've just got like an A. We've got an A plus plus, and maybe we've just got an A plus. I think we dodged a bullet, if I'm honest with you. Listening, listening to some of the, the, the detail of the backstory of the, the transfer and the, the way that it from Godos, that is Godos. Yeah, but Godos and, and the way it was negotiated, I, I just think it, it, it was very unBrentford, to be honest. And I, I think serendipity is, has played its part. I think. You know the, the the people that do our negotiations, the one that are planning, they're, they're good people. They're, they're they they are good judges of character, 
and I, I don't I don't think it's that easy with them and I, and I think the the re, you know the, the it failing and in, and him going back to France it's probably it might it might work out for the best for us if we if we're talking about 10 million pounds on a, or 10 million euros on a on a player then it, everything has to be right if you if you're if there's any any grain of doubt I think you know if, we, we we reluctantly sell our, our talent. If, if Neil Moore pays 18 or, or 20 million, if you're going to spend half of that on, on one player, you want it to be a good player. You don't want to risk it. You don't want to be spinning it on, on something that may just blow up in your face. And I, I, I think the best thing that happened today that he did fly home. Okay, it is so. And, and if you listen to Pride of West. London, we're talking about our transfer deadline day podcast. Listen to it. Really good fun doing it. Really interesting. Lots and lots and lots of interesting info. You know, whether or not you're a Bees fan, a Borough fan, or anyone just listening to that, lots of info talking about Brentford and the transfer deadline day, and also other teams there as well. So check it out, Pride of West. London. So unfortunately, we've got no Godot. We were waiting for Godot, and Godot didn't turn up. So forget about that. We've got other players. Oh, I don't. I don't believe in Godot anyway. <laughs> we've got other players in the pot for Brentford, and I think the big question mark for us now is sitting down there thinking, right, we know. Exactly Exactly who is in our squad who will be playing on Saturday and that is the big big question this is the score a lot of players coming in a lot of new players coming in a lot of new players will be playing so there's no doubt David Raya will be in goal um, you know I think Daniels has probably had his day when it comes to being first team goalkeeper so Raya will be in goal for that there's no doubt okay we've got Delsgaard on the right hand side as well we've got Rico Henry on the left hand side there's no reasons why those two players should not be playing as well they played last weekend I don't think they came out of it without any knocks as well and the three in the middle we've got uh, Jean Vier on the right hand side we've got uh, um, Pontus Janssen in the middle and we've got Ethan, Pin- uh, Ethan Pinnock as well so we've got that solid back well, back three, stroke five, you know what you want to call it, a three with the two wing backs. It'll be really interesting to see how they come up against the uh, the Middlesbrough attack, you know, because they've got some really, 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 really interesting players. Obviously, they've got... Um, They've they, they, um, they've got Asombalonga as well, who we've known from back in the day, proper proper back in the day as well. Like you know Asombalonga, and uh, you know when he played for Peterborough as well. Remember he scored that goal against us, but we, we still beat him, so that's quite good. But also the thing that I say to you about Asombalonga is that he is uh, a player that always seems to score against us. So I'm uh, I'm a little bit nervous about that. Ashley Fletcher as well. He looked a bit of a menace against Luton uh, for Borough, so as well a little bit nervous about him, but. Also, there's that character. Is, is it Wing? Lewis Wing. I think he scored a really good goal against Borough as well. But he's one of these up-and-comings. I, I, I'm not sure if he's from Ireland and stuff like that. But he's a good little player. So we have to watch out for them. So we need to make sure that defence does what it's doing uh, for that. Listen, in, in, in midfield... Um, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that Norgard is back because I thought that he had a really good pre-season. He's the player that we really needed. He was like a little fulcrum, a defensive fulcrum, but he can also ping the ball about and pass the ball about. So he was really dominated games like at AFC Wimbledon in pre-season. And also he was pretty good um, when we went abroad as well, went to Austria. So fingers crossed Norgard's back, which is all good. Who's going to play with Norgard as well? I know there was a bit of a Janssen situation that went before. Very creative player pinging the ball about. But maybe with Borough, we need to be a little bit steady uh, we need to have a little bit, you know, a little bit firmer. So maybe it might be uh, with Camo playing beside him if Camo's back and he's fit and he's he's, he's back in the frame. Um, after coming back from African Nations duty, so this is uh, uh, Camo Makocho. So you know, maybe those two might be in the midfield. And then up front, 
you know, this is the interesting thing. Who's going to be playing up front? Obviously, I think Ollie Watkins is going to be playing up front, and I think they might be looking at a bit of a false nine situation. Remember the false nine situation from QPR back in the day when we had that, but maybe we may be doing a little bit of work. We'll work on that. False nine and a false ten that day, didn't we? (laughs) the force be with you so uh, but yeah we've got a little force nine situation there we've got Ollie Watkins who you know he's got to learn that role because obviously we haven't had player you know the players that we had come through so maybe he's going to be working harder on that role and who else is going to be playing I think that um, obviously Ben Rama is, is is not going to be fit so it's going to probably be it's probably going to be Sergi Canos but but what, what is the what's the point of having all these new attacking options if you're going to pick the same ones you had last year? And that and that and for me, that's the biggest choice. So you, you're, I think you're right to say Watkins and Canos, but but you know Valencia and no, but the other but the other person is Brian from Troy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? He's the other person I think that's going to come into this side. You know, you've got three up. You know, you've got three up front. So you've got Canos, you know, who's a, who, who, who's a bit of a tried and tested. We know him, and you've got Brian from Troy as well who's going to be playing out there. So that's going to be an interesting option. I think we'll throw him to the deep end because he's going to be a very... To speak to people out there, apparently he's a very, very, very good player. So can I can't you, can imagine him leaving on the bench. Can you play with four wingers? <laughs> well, again, the wingers that we've got are the people that play up front are versatile. So they could play on the wing, they could play in the middle, they could play, you know, off the, off, off the striker. So it just depends. And I think... In a way, it's a bit annoying because sometimes you want your player who plays in one position, but at the other time, you also want your players who know that they can actually mix and match a little bit. So for me, I'm thinking that should be our side for Saturday, and it'll be very interesting to see, especially Brian from Troy. I'm so excited to hear about him because everyone that I speak to about him says he's a really, really good player, and he could be our little secret weapon. And the fact that we can bring players like Valencia off the bench and, you know, we can bring Jensen off the bench and people like that. It makes our bench look very, very strong. So that's quite good. So, listen, Laney, Borough on Saturday, really great place to go and watch football. If you've never been up there and you're going up there, enjoy yourself. Go up to Baker Street. There's loads of bars up there. They'll take really good care of you. And they've also opened a brand-new fan zone outside the ground as well. So if you want to check that out, if the weather's good, you go and check that out. It should be a really good laugh. But game on Saturday, Borough, give us a score prediction. Um, I'm going to be really honest. Um, it's going to be a toughie. I, I, I just think that our season probably doesn't start until Saturday week. Uh, I think we're probably going to play a strong team against Cambridge in the uh, in the League Cup. Um, but I think Saturday is is a game a little bit too soon. It's the day after t- it's, well, it's tomorrow by the time this goes out. So uh, I think uh, we ain't we're not going to bring many points back. I think we're lucky if we bring one point back from Borough this weekend. So I, my heart my heart says uh, a draw. My head says we're probably going to lose. But that starting starting the season with two defeats isn't brilliant. But it's it will get a lot better from there on. And for myself, I'm going to go quickly and say one all draw for the Bees. You know, we've still got a lot of work to do in bedding our players, but, you know, the future is bright. So, listen, this is the besotted Pride of West London mini-pod, the Borough mini-pod. Listen, check out our radio show, 8 o'clock, uh, on Love Sport Radio, also on Pride of West London. You check out last week's show, and as also we've done our Transfer Deadline Day podcast. You need to check bonkers. that out. It's very bonkers and very, very popular as well. So check that out on Pride of West London. But, listen, good catching up with you guys good catching up with the barrow characters and good that we've finally got our squad in place and we can actually move forward and actually do what we need to do this season as we say come, come on you bees
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.